Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with my good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Happy, happy Monday to you. It's cold. Is it cold? Is it officially cold? Like you can't go outside and, and oh, eat. Oh, it's so with, great. You out. guys are in California. Yeah. What are you talking it's, about? What is it? Like 75? <laughs> it's like 63, but windy. Oh, is come it, on. No, Charlotte, there's trees coming out of the ground. We, there's pictures I could send you. The wind was fierce. Trees like growing, like normal trees coming yeah, out of the ground? Yeah, like like uh, with roots and everything. Oh, you People, mean like getting uprooted? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know the oh. word. I didn't know the, the you know, the millennial word for it. But yes, I guess it's uprooted. But I had friends who couldn't pull into their driveway, um, mostly because they were drunk. But also there were trees blocking it. My friend Daniel Kellison, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll call him out by name. Dave, you love it. You got the flannels in, uh, in July, so you don't care. Yeah, this is the sweet spot. I don't know if we've talked about it before, but... I have always said that uh, the Wednesday um, before Thanksgiving through um, before the sun goes down on January 1st, that's checker season. That's uh, from a very early oh. age on. I used to celebrate it in my home. Um, the checker season has begun. It's it's the time of the year, whether you're in school or you're a working person, where it's like the workload gets lighter at your place of business slash school. Nobody's really paying that much mm. attention um to to the to the work at hand it's more about parties and and gifts and the nice cool weather setting in and all that kind of stuff i declared in fact because covid has been uh, so nasty this year november 1st an early start to shecker season enjoy it everyone the weather is crisp. interesting oh it's uh, the, start Wait. the christmas songs do it all start eating pumpkin pie and pecan pie and all of it charlotte Are when you- does shecker season typically begin for you Wait, are you saying checker season like your name or checker like flannel shirts? Yeah, I heard a little of both too. E- either one. You can go with either one. I mean, te- I mean, te- <laughs> he hasn't decided yet. <laughs> in the dictionary, uh, so- in the dictionary, it's checker. But if you want to go checker, so be it. Okay, sorry, Sal. What was your question? I, I was don't know. Well, now I'm confused. Out, Dave. I don't know. It was, now it's a real thing in the dictionary. It's not in the yeah. dictionary. No. <clears throat> oh, he's making no. it up. Okay. Wikipedia. I, 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 don't, I don't know. know. Checker season. Listen. We do have to apologize. We lost our extra points for extra pay parlay. Charlotte was not here Friday. I don't know. She was gallivanting. No, like, sorry, so, sorry, Collecting sorry. like Christmas music or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she was doing. But she did her job nonetheless. She picked the Bears plus seven and a half. That is a classic, classic backdoor cover. They were down by double digits. I, I had money on them aside from uh, backing Charlotte's pick, obviously, for, uh, <clears throat> for our own um, well-being. But... But they were terrible. Nick Foles was terrible. The Titans were not good at all either. And we backed into that. That's a that's as good as it gets, Charlotte. You don't apologize for a win like that. Plus seven and a half, they lose by seven. I was thrilled. I was so <clears throat> relieved that I was not the one to let the people down this time. Uh, I was watching that game sort of through my fingers. I was like, oh, God, no. Why did I pick the Bears again? They've let me down again. But they pulled it out. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, the, the parlay did not. Well, well, it's not, you know, I, I'd like to say, best. I don't think it's about pointing fingers right now. You know, it's a, we, we, it's we, not. uh, it's not, you know, we, uh, we ride high and we, you know, we pick ourselves up. Right. 
as a group. Well, oh, no, that, that doesn't, I don't please, even know. Please, 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 no, please know that I am not blaming. As the person who is usually to blame, it's just it was just a, a selfish relief. Is all I'm saying. Yes. Well, it's checker season, so let's be happy yeah. for a while. But we build, we build, and then we lower the boom right there. Right. And my pick was the Cowboys plus fifteen and a half. We'll get into this game with much greater detail in a minute. But I do want to say to people, not not any of you two or anyone uh, here uh, uh, on the Zoom call. Uh, don't come at me with the, oh my God, you're out of your mind taking them plus 15 and a half. Let me tell you what the spread does. The spread is is, is based to encourage equal gambling on either side, okay? So theoretically, if you make a spread at 14 and a half or 14, it's 50-50. So for someone to say, you are out of your mind, I'm not saying the Cowboys are going to win, although they should have. I didn't say that. I said that they're going to cover the spread, okay? The, Vegas is pretty good at this. Every year, they're either 51-49 for the favorite or the underdog. So that just, everyone calm down with that. They did cover. It was never really in jeopardy. They were winning most of the game. And then in typical Cowboys fashion, they folded. We'll get to that more. But then, Dave, we needed the nightcap. We needed the Bucks minus three and a half. And uh, you lost by 41 and a half points. Um. Everybody has seen Dirty Dancing. <laughs> and, um, you know, like the late, great Jerry Orbach says to the late, great Patrick Swayze at the end of the picture, he says, uh, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And oh. I have adopted as a as a tentpole spiritually and otherwise as a guiding principle in my life. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And I was wrong. And how? And I apologize to everybody out there for that one. I think for real. First of all, Sal, you're 100. I I I was seeing because I was attached to your social media stuff and all the pushback you were getting mm. from people. You think the Cowboys? Well, you're such a homer. What's you're crazy? <laughs> like, yeah, the you understand what the point spread is, right? You understand what that yeah. uh, what that is intended to um to do. It's to even the game up for the two sides theoretically. I don't know. That was making me laugh. Also. Anyone and also, they're is, zero and eight against the spread. They're not going to go right. zero and sixteen against the spread. So eventually, right. within the next two games, it's going to happen. I right. would say, it for me personally, and I, I suspect for a lot of people out there, if you were to have written down what you think the final score of the Bucks and Saints was going to be, this would have been mm. the biggest upset in terms of point spread um, of the season. Maybe I, I right? I mean, who? Who saw? Yeah, I was gonna who say, saw the Saints by yeah. thirty-five? I had the Bucks Nobody. by. I had the Bucks by seven, and that didn't <clears> feel <throat> crazy to me. I was off by forty-two. I don't think I could have been. I don't think I've been more off on the the actual spread no. of the game versus what I thought it was going to be all season. Forty-one and a half points. Yeah. What no, I don't Trump? think many people saw that one coming. <laughs> um, that was just like a total collapse. That was a Brady's never never trailed a game by thirty-eight points before in his career. Well, let, let's as we're on it, we should talk about it. Thirty-eight-three was the final. the The TB was bad. TB's defense was bad. They had five rushing plays. One of them was a kneel down at the end uh, to set the record for fewest rush. It, it was. It had everything you didn't expect. They had a pretty bad week. They started off Monday. They should have lost to the Giants. Da uh, Danny Dimes. Misses on a few throws. Otherwise, they lose that game. Then come back. All right, we, we all wrote it off as, okay, they were looking ahead to this Saints game. Turns out they weren't looking ahead. Maybe they're looking ahead to another game that we don't know about in the future. But they looked so bad. I don't know. I, you can blame the defense, which seemed to have uh, righted the ship last couple of weeks. 
Not the case, I guess. And Brady just looks like all these guys, Dave. We'll get to your guy too, but Brady, Breeze to a lesser extent, Roethlisberger, these quarterbacks, I guess we're spoiled now by Tua and Kyla Murray and all these guys who can move around, but you pressure these guys a little bit and you're done. You got three mm -hmm. drives at least that you're done with. Yeah, um, I, I feel like, I, I wonder if this is really kind of like uh, Jim Fossil territory for for the Bucks believers. Remember Jim Fossil going to the microphone when the Giants yeah. season got sideways a generation ago, and he said, "What? Uh, well, I, I I can't really support what I'm trying to cite here in terms of quote, but he was like, "Get on board now, or get off. We're going to the playoffs. Come with us." Something like that. This is this mm -hmm. is the moment for all Bucks fans and for anyone but Brady believers or otherwise. This is a critical moment in the football season. Are you on board with this Bucks team or are you off? They're now 0-2. They're not getting uh, the they're not winning their division. They're not obviously then getting the number one seed. Do you believe that Brady and company are going to turn this around? Brady is predicated what he wants to do, certainly since Randy Moss moved on. Their offensive success is all about Julian Edelman-style players, James White and otherwise to a lesser degree, but it's that back coming out or the slot guy and the choice route. It's the 50-50 route and Brady reading it correctly with the receiver and making those little dink and dunk kind of passes down the field to break your heart. Antonio Brown is that guy. Are they going to be able with Godwin and Brown and Mike Evans Gonna be a, it's not pushing the ball. It's not like Brady was uncorking a few early in the right. game, but are they going to figure that out or not? That's the question in the NFC legitimately, I think, because it's the Seahawks, it's the Saints, maybe the Packers you still want to count in there, and and this Bucks team. It's really fascinating. I think they're going to figure it out offensively, and I, I don't know how you possibly are not going to be able to with that firepower that they're throwing out on the field. We were, uh, it, it's interesting. This is the latest, I think, in the, I can't remember an NFC season where entering week 10, a team doesn't have seven wins, right? You got a bunch of six-win teams. Uh, and the best of them the is hand, the Saints, right? I mean, that you would say it's the Saints at this point, but are you, are you even though I they still just go whip Packers, the Bucks, I know. do you yeah, love the Saints right now? No, but, uh, and people are all over the NFC, but I'll, I'll say slow down a little bit with uh, everyone's uh, rejoicing over the AFC because the Chiefs could now have three losses. They could easily have three losses. We saw the Steelers almost lost to Garrett Gilbert. So it really does go week to week. But I do want to point out, Charlotte, this could be a nice 24 hours for your Patriots. Tampa sucks. You have the Jets. You better take full advantage of it. We'll talk about that game later, but... Uh, nice little uh, sigh of relief there for you for a week and the whole weekend, really, if you think about it. But I mean, I feel I feel bad. I feel like an asshole. I feel like a terrible New Englander. But I was thrilled. I really needed Brady to just have an awful, awful week, like yeah. for my own mental health. I mean, I'm feeling great these days, but I was just like, you know, <laughs> it'd be awesome if Brady just sucked because the Pats are so bad. That even Brady, you know, losing by a few points, you're like, ah, oh, okay, it happens. But getting absolutely shellacked is like, well, okay, you know, maybe, uh, maybe it's not so great down there. Yeah. Um, I do think they'll probably get it together. I mean, the the thing is though, like, Brady threw three picks in that game, and he is not, he is not always the Brady that he was. He's he's pretty erratic this season. Like mm -hmm. some games he'll look incredible and I'll be crying because I miss him. And then other games I'm like, well, do we really, did we want that? So I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of new England fans will probably be mad at me and be like, we want the best for Tommy. Like what? 
you be you know like in a better Boston accent than that telling me that I'm the <laughs> better, worst. better than um, that. <laughs> but I did. I do. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a small, petty person, but I took some relief I like in that. It. And- no, no, it's good. It's good. Embrace your feelings. It's great. I do want to say Charlotte is, I want to say she is our North Star or our Northeast Star is maybe more appropriate uh, for, for Pats-related matters. But all, all this jive out there, I mean, I feel like Charlotte is the is the truther here. That is exactly, of course, right, Sal? Definitely Patriots fans who are being honest with the person looking back in them in the mirror uh, thought that it was delicious watching Tom Brady um, get uh, caught under the Saints avalanche. I mean, Brady does look, when when he's laying on the ground like that, I mean, he rallied from super in 50, what was it, 51 against the Falcons? Um, I remember Mm -hmm. when Alford picked them off and Brady uh, dove in vain to catch him on the pick six. I remember watching Brady and feeling like, wow, all of a sudden just revealed as an old man laying there on the ground, like Phil Rivers getting run over um, right. by uh, by the Raven yesterday. It was sort of pathetic, like Brady trying in vain to catch a guy who's a way better athlete and him running mm-hmm. away from him. I felt I feel that way again watching the Saints. Same thing with the Giants. Same thing with the Bears earlier in the season. Brady feels old when he's laying on the ground like, Oh, I'm get, he, said, he seems like Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon. I'm getting too old for this shit. Like, well, know, he, of, he, uh, nothing looks worse than what Phil Rivers attempted yesterday. He did like a, <laughs> a snow angel type. He really just just fell over. Like really like a cardboard Woo! fan, just like I read it. Right, went over. Um, here's what I'll say, bottom line about the NFC. Not great right now. Uh, I, I don't think it's as bad as everyone says, but I wouldn't be surprised if any of these teams got knocked out in the first round. I wouldn't be surprised if three or four of them made it to the Super Bowl. I think that's you know what's going to happen. Tell me what's going to happen. I I need some money. After all of our bitching about the NFC East, one of the like the NFC East team is going (laughs) to advance in the playoffs. Like that's just there is no way that doesn't happen. Oh, man. Let me tell you one right now. Charlotte, you kind of read my mind there. You know who yeah. is you know who is the team that really has a shot to make some hay come January is the Philadelphia Eagles. They I was gonna say they it's gonna be the urged, Eagles. Watch you watch out. Rager's gonna start coming on. That guy is for real. Um, as they start mm-hmm. to get that, if, if they can solidify that O line, that's a legitimately scary team. I think. I, and then, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say scary, but they could put up a fight. I think. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about they'll be a four seed. They'll play a five seed who could be, you know, could be the Rams, could be Arizona. And they're going to win. They're going to win that game. I'm t- I'm calling it right now. The That's sp- what's going to happen. The spread won't be more than five or six. I mean, it just can't be. Those teams coming east like that. I don't, and then like they'll probably I'm be just saying it now so that when it happens, I can gloat and it's on the record. All right. All right. I, I said the I'm Super Bowl. fossiling <laughs> this one here, Sal. I'm saying yes yeah. on the Bucks. Charlotte gave a very mild, I guess they'll turn it around. Where are you? Are the Bucks going to make hay in January or no? I'm a yes on What it. does hay mean? What the hell like does they, make, they, make they, hay mean? You got to win at least <laughs> a game. You got to win at least a game and this team figures yeah. it out and they don't scuffle along week to week and the rest of the I way out. So. Are they going to be scuffling around like, I don't know. I don't know. Are no. they good or bad? Like they're going to, they're going to emerge as, one of the two or three I real scary I think they win a playoff game. I, I don't know I think why. Next I'm, week, I'm still stuck with the Packers as the best team in the in their conference. But I, uh, I, I think the the Bucks could win it. Could who, and should win one playoff game at least. Who are the Bucks playing next week? Uh, this the week, Bucks I guess? have. Let's see. The Bucks. 
Tampa's on the road and at Carolina, who is okay. Is I mean, without, I could, without like, McCaffrey, it looks like. Yeah, we'll talk about that one obviously as it gets closer. But um, I I would be a little scared of a of a Tom Brady after that loss. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought I'd be scared after the Giants game where he was ho-hum and the whole team was. But anyway, <laughs> all right, let, let's get through this ugliness and talk about the Steelers, Cowboys. Um, I mm. want to tell a quick story. I, I told it on Simmons. So I'll, I'll go through this fast, but I wasn't expecting much. I wanted to cover on our parlay for sure. We were getting 15 and a half. I thought that was doable. I wasn't that much into the game. But to, to be honest with you, I wanted to concentrate just as much on uh, Kyler and Tua. And by the way, all those late afternoon games were great. All three of them, Raiders, Chargers came down to the last play also. But as uh, as it was, Steelers, Cowboys ended up being good. Good game. Uh, we're getting ready for the game. And I told you, Dave and Charlotte, my 12-year-old is a Steelers fan. And I, I just, Wait, just out of spite. What? Out of, out of spite. There's a lot of spiteful things going on in this house. And I, I didn't know, know that. Yeah, I set the wheels in motion. It's okay. Hey, do something to get the other one mad. And it's just that goes on in a circle all day long between the five of us. And uh, so that's his dig on me. And he's not a good, he's not, you know, uh, what goes along with it. He's not necessarily the most uh, gracious fan. So if he's rooting for the Steelers and they have a five yard run in the first quarter and there's a false start penalty, he's like, oh, come on. I'm like, (laughs) okay, kid, you're going to have to pace yourself. This is, we can't do this. I'm not in a sports bar. I could I could tell you to calm down. Just please, please calm down. So I got him. Then I got my oldest son, who is a Cowboys fan. He's true to his dad. He's, he's followed all my stuff all, all these years. God bless him. He gets he notifies me. He's like, hey, uh, my girlfriend and I, uh, I'm back with my girlfriend and she's coming over. They had broken up. She's coming over today. I'm like, oh, okay, good for you. I'm like, you're half paying attention. I'm like, that's good. You seem happy, but this is great. You're back. He's like, yeah. And you know, she's a Steelers fan, right? I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> but, but but she's quiet, so that's fine. I'm like, okay, you guys still go in the other room and watch? Like, yeah, sure. She gets to the door. She's wearing a number 19 Juju Smith-Schuster jersey, and she says to him, are you ready? And I'm Are like, you kidding oh, me? Oh boy. <laughs> this is not going to be good. This is going to oh be good. Uh, and so I love her. <laughs> between, and she's really loud every play. And my son Jack is really loud every play. And it almost forced me to go on the treadmill in the garage. I mean, I hate doing exercise more than anything, let alone on a Sunday. <clears throat> but cooler heads prevailed. I pushed everyone in different rooms. And then I'm getting into the game anyway, Dave. I see those uniforms. I started getting nostalgic. I don't normally care about this stuff. And the team's playing okay. What the hell's going on? And I hear screaming. Anyway, bottom line is I lost that game three times because I lost when I watched <laughs> it. My 12-year-old was on a TV with a two-second delay. And my <laughs> oldest son and his girlfriend were on a TV with a five-second delay. So I heard, I'm like, fuck. And then I hear, yeah. And then, yeah! <laughs> so three times I lost that game. Congratulations to you. I don't know what the moral of the story is. Uh, Terrible day. First of all, the overarching <laughs> message going forward um, for you is yeah. you, I, I mean, it, it seems bad to do as a parent, but I, I have a hard and fast rule in my home that mm-hmm. I, you don't have to, it, we're, we're in Los Angeles. I'm not going to impose on my children, the Pittsburgh Penguins, although I, I hope mm-hmm. that they'll embrace that team. The Pirates is emotional abuse at this point. Like, you must root for this team 4,000 miles away. And by the way, they're the worst team in baseball every year. I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to root for the Steelers in my house. 
But if you want to root right. for a different NFL team, then just go watch football somewhere else. That's that's all. You 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 don't have you can you can love the Rams or Chargers or otherwise. Just don't try mm-hmm. and do it here, especially if right. the Steelers game is on. And by the way, at tailgate parties, I went to the when the Patriots and Steelers played in the AFC title game. I went to a tailgate, and one of one of our pals brought with him. He's like, ah, this guy works at my law firm. Like, ah, he's a big Patriots fan. Ha <laughs> ha. He's like, hey, look, give him a break. Like, no, you know, nobody's perfect. Ha ha ha. And we're like, ha ha ha. Get, he can't stay here. And he's like, ah, come on. Like, like, let's have a fun day. Like, no, no, he can't stay at the tail. What, what do you think? What, what are you talking about? You can't have a Patriots right, fan right, at the right. tail. No, that spoils the, that spoils the experience. Get him out of here. Same thing with your son, <laughs> Sal. I know it's hard, well, but I'm afraid, I'm afraid your oldest is going to have to break up with the, his girlfriend or at least not bring her around for I got to make the cuts no, 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 none of that. None of that. Yeah. I want to I want to commend the girlfriend for a second. And it's it. I don't it's not a move I would make. I was just going to ask you, 16 year old, 16 year old Charlotte Wilder. I'm not matching the years up, probably. Does she go to her boyfriend's house knowing the boyfriend's father is a big Jets fan? Is 16-year-old Charlotte Wilder wearing a, a Curtis Martin jersey and, uh, and and being loud about it? No, like absolutely, absolutely not. Like, but that's not that's not really in my nature. So uh-huh. I I kind of I kind of really respect that move. Like the thought of doing that to me is so insane and like so ballsy that I think I mean she sounds like a keeper. I think is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a keeper. It just all hit me at once. It was like a weird that's avalanche a of crap. As a and then, dad, that's a lot. And it, oh, it's all fine if they win, but as we know, they lost Dave. And uh, you don't care about the penalty. You don't care about the refs rigging. It I the do. End. Okay. I do. A couple of things. Okay. First of all, as I watched people in social media, and I'm not just talking about random fans. I'm talking about the local media in Pittsburgh reacting on social media in real time to the game. And otherwise, I felt like Frank Drebin um, from that meme that is all over the place of the fire behind him. And everybody's like, just remain. And he's in the foreground saying, everybody remain calm. All is well or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, or that's Kevin Bacon at the end of Animal House. Either way, um, (laughs) I I mean, nothing to see here. You didn't see this. You didn't see this one coming. Steelers fans. I mean, do you know if you have a more global view of the NFL? Another reminder, if you have not absorbed it yet, everybody, the Steelers, during the entirety of Mike Tomlin's tenure, do not do well when they go on the road and play bad teams. Um, I was not stunned Mm -hmm. by the way the game was flowing. You had a little experience, kind of like what Steelers fans had a year ago with Duck Hodges. You guys, it's mm-hmm. fun, isn't it? You're, there's no pressure on you. Garrett Gilbert's in the game. You ain't supposed to beat the number one defense, and yet here you are. That would have been a really satisfying win. And um, I looked at the standings. The I know Char- Charlotte's got the Eagles right. going to the Super Bowl, but I was like, oh, maybe we <laughs> okay, could catch okay, it. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Maybe we could catch the Eagles with the win here. Why not? I, you know? I, I know that that's a weird sort of math, like old man at math. Like, that's always true with Mike Tomlin, but it, it's always true with Mike Tomlin. It's been a decade and a half now. Right. Um, I think that. But why uh, did the referees help him out so much? <laughs> I, I mean, the, you and Skip Bayless and then John Harbaugh with on the last play of the game, like, oh, we need the officials to weigh in on that because I saw some P.I. in the play. end zone on that. No, no, well, no, no, no. The the mar the play that what they intercepted it uh, was where Amari. Oh, Cooper I thought was you out. were referring to the last no, play of the game where they no, knocked it no, down. whatever. It was over by then. No, it was that. 
It was the little nudge that uh, Jalen Smith, who really doesn't really know how to play football, I'll I'll give him that, um, knocks over <laughs> Claypool, and that's where they would have turned it over. Um, there's the the bad one was Van Der Esch, like really just like getting. They were on the ground. Who was it? Was it um, McFarlane who's got a yeah. mitt in his face mask for a five Mississippi count? And then finally, Van Der Esch was like, hey, get the hell off of me. He's like, oh, flag there. That's an extra 15. I don't know. There was another one. I get it. The Jalen Smith again with the grazing the face mask. I get that's a call as soon as you touch the quarterback's face mask, even though the face mask, I believe, is there to protect the quarterback. But anyway, as soon as you graze it, that's another 15. It sucked. I needed to complain because uh, they, I hear they you. Lost. And I, uh, but the one thing I will say, I thought that there yeah. were uh, there were some very precious calls there that, uh, that went mm. the Steelers' way. And I agree with you completely. I'm not uh, debating those. Thank you. But the, the one place where it gets a little bit out of bounds and people, and I think people sincerely believe it is like, well, the, the, the NFL hates the Cowboys. They're, they're making calls no. against the Cowboys. Like, what the no. hell are you talking about? Do you, you think that Roger Goodell on down, anybody in the league offices is like, you know what's good for us is when the Cowboys are irrelevant. I mean, well, of course. Yeah, I don't think anyone's game plan is like, let's piss off Jerry Jones on right, purpose. Right, of course. Um, no, I, I do want to give you credit, Dave, because after you've said this over and over, you know, Tomlin's not good on the road. There's going to be one game that the Steelers lose. And I'm sitting there watching. And I was like, well, you know, yeah. every once in a while, even Dave Damashek might be right. But Dave then even, Dave, so. even Dave Damashek, <laughs> what, what the hell is that? Now you've gone too far. Now, let me say I one more thing too. to you. A lot looking of people, forward, Skip said that. Yeah. Looking forward, <laughs> looking ahead now over the fort, over the coming fortnight. The the, no, the, the, no. the bungles are paying a visit to Pittsburgh and then the Steelers are going to Duval County to play the Jags. If you want to be ballsy, bet the money line <laughs> and live a little bit with the Bengals next week. But at minimum, those yeah. dogs are good bets. I mean, what, what more do you need to see that the Bengals, what's that number going to be? I have not looked it up yet, Sal. Let me guess. What do you think? The number yeah, is... I know. Uh, the number is nine and a half for Pittsburgh. That's exactly what I'm, it is. Is that right? I mean, that's that's what it's going to be. Yeah. I was going to say seven and a half. Well, it's, uh, you know, this is not the regular Bengals. First of all, they're coming off a bye, right? You got Joe Burrow right. could probably rest up a little. Maybe his line will protect them a little better, although they were better um, the, the last game they won. Um, but that's not a road game that you take for granted. I think normally you might take the Bengals for granted, but I think this is a, a game you kind of step up. You're like, hey, we almost lost the last one. I was trying to give odds on an undefeated season, Dave. Um, the Jets, which we'll get to, are plus 290 to go winless. The Steelers, I would say, are probably about four or five to one to go undefeated. You're, I know you say you can get tripped up by one of these shit teams, but you have the Colts, you have the Ravens on Thanksgiving. Um, what's another big game? You have another decent-sized game. Bills, you're at the Bills, right? Um yeah, those are the three big ones. So I think around four to one, we're getting there. I don't know that I mean, the referees try to what do you get kick the Cowboys for? out, but it's a better better narrative to have the undefeated Steelers and th- going on Thanksgiving than the three and five. It didn't Cal, happen last was, year. Six. It didn't. It didn't happen in the special season for the for the Ravens um, in twenty nineteen when they were really on that roll. Obviously, the Steelers are on a roll right. this year. I they yeah, all you want to talk almost, about undefeated teams? They almost right. always split. And I don't want this. I don't. You know what? For my own sake, Steelers. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it makes sense to do it. I'm I'm vexed by this that the football gods saw fit in this year 
to remove the second team getting a bye because there is no room for slip up there. And it's everything. Mm-hmm. It became for about a decade there, at least, at least a decade. It the, the, the story became, and the numbers bear it out if anybody looks them up, is that getting a buy was overvalued that the teams were coming from the six seed or from anywhere in the stand in the, right. uh, in the playoff mix would get to the super bowl over the last, um, <clears throat> I think it's, I, I used to have these numbers down in my brain. Um, but it, it's overwhelming that if you have a buy, how much it improves your chances of getting to the super bowl. So whoever gets those, those number one seeds when all these games get to be pretty close to coin flip games in January, whoever has to play one less game has a gigantic advantage. Sure. And the Steelers undefeated halfway through the season are still a loss away from being like, well, dang, now we, now, now we, uh, we have to play in wild card weekend and the chiefs or otherwise get to have their feet up. Um, uh, undefeated well, season. Well, Cut this jive out. Do not. And by the way, don't I'll set yourself stop. up for You're, the disappointment. You want Who wants want the disappointment? I, I'd <clears> like <throat> it if they would go all the way undefeated. That would be grand, but that's not going to happen. So let's remove this this pressure on uh, unnecessary pressure. Let's get the number one seed. Period. How about that? That's what matters. All right. Um, one team that bucked the trend that you mentioned about the buy teams doing well in the playoffs, Baltimore. Last year, yep, kicked to the curb by the Titans. They played the Colts yesterday. I was all over the Colts. I don't know why. Me I was too. like, all oh, my too. idiot friends like uh, love Baltimore. That line never moved to three. In fact, then it and then it swung in the Colts' direction. I'm like, something's weird here. The the narrative is all the same for everyone. Lamar's going up against you know he's got to get uh, revenge. He's got to avenge his name and everything. And the Steelers and what that that was a terrible game. But he's going up against a good defense. The Colts uh, lost 24-10. I had him on a teaser, getting an 11 and a half. They didn't do anything to win that game. The Ravens. They had 266 yards of total offense. I'm not blaming Lamar. He was 19 for 23, 170 at uh. 58 rushing, but for God's sakes, I don't know. I, I'm I'm ready to write off the Colts as an as a legitimate contender. Maybe they win that division, but Philip Rivers can't. He can't complain. And then you see he's like throwing the guys like Pittman and Pascal and Mo Alley Cox. Like, why are we getting excited for this? I don't know what the hell happened that game, but I was very upset with the Colts uh, the way they laid down at the end. I got to be honest, the Colts are the team this year that I forget exists. There's always one team every year where I'm like, oh, yeah, there's that. And this year it's the Colts and the Jags, even though Gardner Minshew is near and near and dear to my heart. But it, I, I don't feel like the Colts are even yeah. what, like they're not terrible, I guess. But I don't really know. I'm like, I haven't thought about the Colts in a year. They're not too much fun. They play Thursday night this week. Um but, you know, like I said, Baltimore took care of business, Dave. And Lamar Jackson, 25 and 5, best record, uh, surpasses Marino, best record, I guess, through 30 games, 25 wins, uh, five losses, or ties Marino. It was a bad day for Marino because Mahomes passed him for quickest to 100 touchdowns. So sorry, Dan Marino. Uh, not, not a good day for you. That's but okay. He got to be an ace Ventura. He's fine. That's true. I think that's probably what he's going to throw back at everybody. He's and always Roethlisberger, got such a great Roethlisberger passed him for 300 yard uh, passing games, which is hard to believe, isn't it? That, that when? Ben Re- not yesterday. 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 Yeah. Oh, did he really? So he got three records more. busted? 
Isn't it crazy <laughs> that Roethlisberger has more 300-yard wow. passing games than Dan Marino, but that points to the uh, the advantage that 21st century QBs have over their their forefathers. Yeah, um, yeah the, the, this is, I, I feel like we said in advance of this game and for the last couple of weeks, I, I, I think I said this in front of the Steelers game as well for the Ravens, the, the premise of like what we all, what we all embraced a year ago is that Lamar Jackson and that offense is overtaking the NFL. That was a one year blip. And I, I, you know, as I, as I said, and that offense is still scary and can still dominate you and wreck you for 60 minutes and all of that. But the Ravens of 2020 now, especially with Yannick Ngakwe on that side, they are a defense dominant team. And that's what's going to win the day. That's what won that game. And if you boil it down to one play, um, that whole thing, that whole, the, the Colts entire season, maybe, I, I know this is hyperbolic, but maybe pivots on Jonathan Taylor's fumble. Jonathan Taylor's fumble. Scoop. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't have, if, if you were watching the game, they were, the 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 Colts were definitely having the better of it. They were the Ravens had zero momentum. They had nothing going for them. That play it was late. Swung. It was late in the first quarter, so it's hard to say that they wouldn't have gotten it back. But but I don't know. They score on that drive. They're all of a sudden up two scores on the Ravens, and then they could buckle down and play defense. But yeah, that I don't know. That, that they fumble didn't cover really and a half on a teaser. That definitely spooks Frank Reich and you saw it with the with the number of touches they they gave Jonathan Taylor the rest of the way the reason mm-hmm. i've been on board with the colts is that defense another team that has a chance to be dominant and then if they would just ride the two rookies Pittman and Jonathan Taylor but nothing breaks your will faster i assume as a as a coach is when your kid mm-hmm. starts fumbling the ball you got to yank them and it is um something i've i've pointed to for for about 15 years now if you fell into a coma in 1998 and just woke up now and yeah. watched football, one of the main things that would jump out to you is the way NFL defenders play um, versus in the 20th century. I don't century. think football would be the first thing I'd think about. But <laughs> I'm saying sure. you're, you're just consumed by pro football. You know, I don't care what else is happening in the world. I'd have uh, a few other questions. <laughs> Al Gore's going to pick up where Bill Clinton left off. Wait, what? what's going on in the world? But no. Right. Um, if uh, I think one thing that would jump out to you is that NFL defenders incessantly in the Ravens more than anybody else, all they do, it's not about smothering your competition. All they do is play for play is they just punch at the ball constantly. They're always trying to rip the ball. Yeah. And these high end college kids get to the NFL and, and almost to a man, they're stunned by it. Like they're like, whoa, I, I'm a little loose with the ball. The first couple of years in the NFL are devoted to like, you got to learn to cover the ball up in a different way than you'd have in, in college and otherwise. And Jonathan Taylor maybe fumbled away the Colts chances of a division title, a better seeding, getting ahead of the Ravens in the standings. That one play I felt like was pretty monumental. It was, that was the Marcus I, I, Peterson I, pick. Not I, I've pick. not been impressed with the, uh, the running backs out of the uh, 2020 draft class. Uh, the quarterbacks are dynamite. One after another, all three, three you for yeah, right. A plus. John Taylor, Swift on Detroit. Who, who am mm-hmm. I missing? That's uh, I, I guess J.K. Dobbins is, is starting to splash Dobbins. a little bit. Want to see? Want to see a little better out of that? And, uh, and Edward Delaire was like, he, yes, he started off really good. Now they he don't even look amazing. to him. They don't. Yeah, they don't even really uh, look. That offense doesn't require him. I mean, it was a may nice I say. Extra piece, yeah. Speaking of hybrid quarterback, running back kind of thing, 
that it, it's funny watching last night's game. It's very easy when you have the first ballot Hall of Famer, Drew Brees, and he's moving the team down the team downfield, and then Sean Payton decides let's put Taysom Hill in there as a curveball, and then it doesn't work, and everybody's like, see, that's why you can't take Drew Brees off the field. But more often than not, Taysom Hill makes a difference in a positive way for the Saints, and all of a sudden it feels like, as Collinsworth was speculating too last night, was like. When Drew Brees retires, isn't that the answer? Like, keep Jameis Winston and Taysom yeah. Hill and just keep rotating them all game long. As a defense, what are you going to do about that? that- uh, every every single team would want to Taysom Hill. It's crazy. I, I, they would love to be able to create a roster spot for some of those, especially with these statuesque uh, quarterbacks. Right. I, 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 there's no question about it. One thing you were saying, Dave, 21st century football, the passing game is all there. I, we're seeing numbers that, I mean, it used to be where growing up, you could not win a football game if you rush for 50 yards or 40 yards. It, it's happening. All, it's an epidemic. The Chiefs had 30 yards rushing. They won. Um, the Ravens, well, the Ravens had 266 of offense. Um, they won. The, the total, the Steelers had 46 yards rushing. Um, Seahawks, Bills, 91 yards rushing, 805 yards passing. This was a good one. Uh, Pete Carroll said after the game, I didn't recognize our defense. I was like, no, 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 that's you should. That, that's the one from a couple of weeks ago. You only played one game, good game of uh, defense. Meanwhile, Dunlop having a good game and uh, Jamal Adams. It doesn't really make sense that Seattle is as, as poor defensively as they are. But uh, Josh Allen, really, really good game right back in there. And uh, a lot of people thought the Dolphins could steal this division. It would, that We'll get to that game in a second. But uh, Bills stepped up and they're a seven and two team all of a sudden. It was also a very sweet win for Josh Allen because his grandmother died Saturday and he went out there and had yeah. an incredible game. And I just, I kind of love those moments, um, you know, when something bad happens and then a sports player just right. goes and balls out. But I have yeah, to, he had, yeah. do you know that the last quarterback to have two back-to-back 300-yard passing games um, or over 300-yard passing games was Drew Bledsoe in 2002 in Buffalo, for the Bills. For Buffalo? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I forgot that Drew Bledsoe even played for the Bills. Yeah, that's a long what? way to go. 18 years. My God. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. With all, with, uh, I, I, I thought Charlotte was about to say, and I'm not making fun of Josh Allen's family or anything, I thought Charlotte was about do you know the last time a guy won a game <laughs> two weeks in a row after losing a grandparent? I thought, like, I thought that's where she was going. Like, but no, uh, no, 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 no. The Bills no, remain. The Bills remain flawed. And what's crazy? I mean, I guess it's not that crazy. Is Tua might steal this division, or that Dolphins team overall might steal? Let's not uh, give it to to number one in Aqua entirely. But what a what a shootout for the ages there. We'll all remember where we were in, um, on the on the day that one v one went head to head. Yes, that was. I mean, sure. and Kyler really that dents his. Uh, what I've been saying since summertime is Kyler's going to be the MVP. This probably dents his chances significantly of getting it. If they would have won that game, they'd be in first place, and his his numbers are so bizarre sure. and and. Um, gigantic because he is doing what running backs aren't doing, which is running the ball as well as throwing it a lot. He really would be tracking uh, much higher if they would have won that game. Um, but you were uh, watching just a different game when you're watching 
Arizona and Miami. It's just so much right. fun. Like these these guys are never fully in trouble. They can get out. Yeah, you know, like the guys are sacked dead to rights. Ten yards in the backfield. Nope, not with Kyler Murray. One hundred and six yards rushing. Tua was twenty for twenty eight, two forty eight, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Really a great game, and it's sad that it comes down to a kicker who can't reach from forty nine yards after we saw the uh, Carolina kicker reach from sixty five yeah, right. yards, but just wide. Very strange. 60, uh, very sixty eight. I wasn't at sixty eight. Sorry. Yeah, it was sixty. Um, would have been the record, which is crazy. Yeah. What? Yeah, by five yards, it would have been the record. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, you know, again, sorry to turn it back, but uh, look over my shoulder there, and you see the Savenge T-shirt, which, by the way, you can get at extrapoints.com. Savenge Tour twenty twenty. Might as well Savenge make big... money off of that miserable win. Yeah, extrapoints.com. You get the. Yeah, Savenge, listen, listen. Talk about MVP. Maybe he's still got a long shot. At least he's going to get comeback player of the year, right? I hope by the way things are going. Either way, you talk about this uh, this shift that has not been sudden, obviously. Um, in the 21st century, a pass, 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 pass. But the Steelers just abandon running the ball because they're better off with four or five legitimate pass catchers. When they get into any trouble these days, they just spread it out like Tom Brady would do to the old Dick LeBeau Blitzburg defense. Like, oh, we can't handle this pass rush. What are we going to do? We can't run the ball. Oh, yeah, just to have your high-end QB who can't run or anything just spread you out so that it minimizes the pass rush and we'll just quick hit you all the way down the field. That's what the Steelers did and Roethlisberger's doing. And and that's another indicator of exactly what you're talking about is the run game is it's bizarre how little impact it has. Although come December and January, the finisher does make a difference more often than not. You must have somebody don't think so anymore. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't I, think I, I so don't anymore. Know e- I don't know either, but it, I, it, I and think unless, you, unless it's a quarterback running. I, I think that's the new way. You want it, your your finisher is your quarterback if he's running the ball, but I, I get it. I get still it. Still haven't uh, won a Super Bowl doing it that way, though, Sal. Colin Kaepernick almost did it. Um, Steve Young well, was Mahomes, a running QB. Like, who's the uh, well, runner but, that does that? Well, who's the runner for Mahomes, though? Who is the Chiefs? I, I get they piecework a, a hundred yards a game most of the time rushing, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think a uh, tide's turning for that. I don't know if you, you build the team, you certainly don't draft a running back early, right? Um, you could definitely no. wait on a running back. Um, it, it's just the makeup of all these teams are very, very different, except for the chargers who um, it's very, very much <laughs> the same, except there wasn't a four 16 point leads in a row that they blew. This was just the garden variety. We're going to go out there. We're going to drive down the field. We'll throw a touchdown pass, and uh, it'll get called back because it hit the ground. Uh, our, our boy I felt Ma- so bad for Justin Ugh. Herbert. He looked so sad. He, I, My mom came into the room while we were watching. She, <laughs> she goes, he looks like he's 12. And I was like, he, he does look like a little boy out there, and he's really putting on a good show. And then... When that got called back, his face, I was just, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sad for this person. I either feel very sad for the team that's celebrating. I don't know, because I feel like the viewer at home got a good look at that ball hitting the ground before everyone who was celebrating uh, got a look at it. I'm like, uh, when it's the team that I'm playing against and they're doing, they're orchestrating a a whole, uh, you know, choreographing a a dance in the ends, I'm like, good, keep it going. Oh, I hope you never see this flag. 
I hope it's 20 seconds before you turn around and see this flag or see the replay or whatever. With Justin Herbert, I was like, please just stop celebrating. This is incomplete. Anthony Lynn's looking at the heavens. But um, does Anthony Lynn survive the season? I feel bad for him, but this is uh, this is now I don't know. What are they? If they're they're now two and six, they go to Miami. If they're two and seven. Are the coaches in trouble going to all last the rest of the season? I think Lynn's going to last. I yeah. think Lynn will keep his job. Um, I I feel like maybe with the Jets, they're riding it out to keep Gase tanking them, and then he gets yeah. fired once they've you know got the worst record possible. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, what? who do you guys think is actually going to get fired midseason this year? Well, I guess it would have to be Gase over Lynn. But, um, I mean, how many, how many horrific losses can we take from, from one team and a team with – with talent like this, so so yeah. much fun to watch. Fifty eight minutes. It's kind of game. a bad look to fire Anthony Lynn mid season. It I don't know what it exactly gets you making that move at this point. You know, halfway through the season, I don't know that it gives you any yeah. inherent uh, edge on anybody right. else. But it does matter around you know every year that kind of that race to get the the hot uh, college coach does kind of matter. Like you got to clear space to, to, for it to make sense for you to reach out, whoever that guy is in, in the college ranks, by the way, let's test to see, um, who's listening to the show today. We need a Photoshop of Charlotte, um, as a, as a mama bird feeding her baby birds, the, the no. under 25, um, under 25 babies worms. That's disgusting. I don't want a Photoshop of me feeding any <laughs> athlete. Anything. Worms. worms. You, sure? do, you could, yeah, well, you worry, no, you worry, sure. you worry so much about the, about the kids who are getting beaten up. Justin Herbert and Joe <laughs> Burrow. I, I feel so bad. You get I so worried. So You're like a mama them. about them. Like, oh, they, you I are know. a mama bird Photoshop <laughs> in the waiting. No, I really do. I really do feel like it's some maternal instinct kicking in because, you know, these these guys are like the age of kids I would have babysat for growing up. And I'm like, no, leave Joey alone. (laughs) Yeah, you're too young. You're you're actually too young to actually be their mama. But 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 your reaction every time any kid who who's in the who's been in the league for three years or less is somehow imbued with the right to not get hit anymore. Like that is that's not right. Like, Look at him. He shouldn't get hit like that. That's not She had a nice break me. this week. Joe Burrow was off, so she was like she was she could breathe. I needed a sigh somebody to worry about. I'm a, look. I'm if I have kids, I'll be a Jewish mother. It's all it is like I it is like Olmo Damashek. I mean, I always think of that sitting in Pitt Stadium when I was growing up, and Pitt was really good, and they would play the bad teams would roll in like Temple or whoever, and uh, and and Syracuse, <laughs> and they would roll in, and they would score, and it would be like in the second quarter, even worse, it would be in like the third quarter, like we're losing to Temple right now. And and Mo would say like, look at their sideline. Look at how happy those boys are. Those those boys are so happy. They made the trip all the way here, and they were supposed to lose. Look at the, look at how happy they are on that sideline. I'd be like, not Sick. now, Mo. Not now. Go <laughs> go sit with Sal's unborn child, who's cheering yes. for the wrong side of things right now. Right, exactly. There is such a thing as too much sports empathy, and I think I have it. You have it. Yeah. Yeah. Except with can Tom you, Brady, because you. Give De- too much empathy. You delighted watching an old man get the crap kicked out of him. He doesn't need that's my okay. empathy. That's he ta- That's different. She's that's a human different. being. I mean, whatever. I see. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, she's got it. Hey, it's time now for our Crown Royal water break. 
Athlete of the Week. The three of us are going to look back. Actually, two of us will look back. Charlotte and I are going to look back. We're going to crown someone our water break Athlete of the Week. Dave is going to look ahead to the Monday night game. And Crown Royal, as you know, doubling down on its responsible drinking commitment and bringing Crown Royal water break to even more sports this year with the help of sports, NFL royalty, and 15-time All-Star MVP and NBA champion Kevin Garnett. So there you go. That's the way to do it. So here we go. The Crown Royal Water Break Athlete of the Week. I am going to start off, and this is because this is boring, so I'm going to get it out of the way, but I think it's Patrick Mahomes. He put that team on his back. He said, Carolina, you want to be cute? Teddy Bridgewater, you want to score touchdowns? McCaffrey's back. That's great. How many points do we need? All right, that's what we'll do. We'll score. We won't hand it off at all. I'll go 30 for 45. I'll throw 67% completions, 372 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, 122 passer rating, vaults himself to the top of the list of MVPs. Patrick Mahomes, I know it's boring. He's my crown royal water break athlete of the week. What about you, Charlotte? Well, because you took Mahomes, uh, I'm going to go on the path less traveled. Uh, I'm going with A.J. Brown because the Titans didn't play great, but A.J. Brown caught that beautiful 40-yard pass from Ryan Tannehill, and then he jumped to you know bear hug the field goal base, and it was just very endearing, and I loved it. But also, um, the Titans won, and Brown became the third player to have a receiving touchdown in each of his past five games. He didn't score again in the second half, but he did have four receptions for 101 yards in the game. And uh, I don't know if they'd win without him. Uh, also, shout out to AJ because he tweeted, I broke a generation curse today. I voted on Election Day. Oh. And I just think that's great. Nice. I think he voted Kanye, though. So you got to I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's great. Uh, uh, no, Kanye that, did concede. So that's true. <laughs> Someone conceded. AJ Brown. <laughs> great, great pick. Uh, they don't win that game without him. That you talk about the fumble and the Colts game turning the game around. That touchdown pass and a great yeah. reception was uh, what gave them the momentum, the Titans, to beat the uh, Cruddy Bears. Uh, all right, Dave, looking ahead, what is it? Yeah, I'm gonna look ahead. I I do want to say, hey, I thought it was great. Uh, I, I if I could look back, it would be Michael Penix Jr. who needs to get some Heisman buzz there. Mm. The Indiana Hoosiers three and zero oh in the in the Big Ten. Hey. Plucky, good effort there by Jim Harbaugh's gangs. They're just overwhelmed physically. I mean, they they had no chance against the this Hoosier steamroller. But I'm going to look ahead and uh, instead here and uh, talk about another college quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Last seen on the sidelines in South Bend, inexplicably. Either way, um, who gets Trevor Lawrence in 2021 in the NFL could very well come down to tonight's game. It's the Trevor Lawrence Bowl. It's the Jets. It's the Patriots. The loser of that may end up being the big winner. Does Bill Belichick know that? Does Joe Douglas know that? How closely are they watching that? Is that why Joe Douglas has kept his old pal Adam Gase around so that Gase keeps on losing? Does Bill Belichick feel like, you know what? We got Superman this year, but next year I want the the guy who looks like Thor or like Lady Thor or whatever Trevor <laughs> Lawrence looks like. This game could very well decide who gets that. Or the 1A guy, Justin Fields, either way, the loser of this game ends up winning it. Watch uh, watch Monday Night Football for that to get a little optimism, long range though it may be, um, for the Patriots or the Jets. So Trevor Listen. Lawrence, not even in the game tonight, gets grand, he gets rewarded the 
Crown Royal Water Break Athlete of the Week looking ahead. That's great. Is that I, is, I mean, how does well, he do it? Or he might want Crown Royal because he's sad I see. because of where he went. Either way, I, he'll probably listen. And, listen. Listen. That's probably if more we like got to lose to the Jets to have a chance of getting Trevor Lawrence, that's a sword <laughs> I'm willing to fall on. Oh, right, imagine, imagine the um, Charlotte. I can't, Dave. I can't. Mama I can't, Bird. I can't, I can't. Mama Bird Wilder watching Trevor Lawrence <laughs> or Justin Fields on her team getting smothered under the offensive line. No, no, no. Well, it's going to happen. I would be I mean, so sad. <laughs> it's going to happen one way or the other. So better I would be so sad. <laughs> I'm going to start getting Watch sad the, now. Uh, <laughs> Watch the Trevor Lawrence Bowl tonight. Crown Royal, the perfect addition to your NFL game day. Don't forget, stay hydrated, drink responsibly. For more tips on how to crown your game day, visit at Crown Royal on Instagram. Yeah, we're talking um, we're talking Notre Dame Clemson. Big upset. Lots of Oof. fun. A uh, lot of people just waiting for uh, Dave Chappelle. So they were bummed that that game went to overtime. But it was a great double game. overtime. Double overtime, right? Notre Dame wins and book. He was the man. Yes, he really was Saturday night. Uh, Trevor Lawrence on the sideline, Dave, you alluded to this. He's allowed to fly with the team. He's allowed to stand on the sideline, but he can't play in the game. Did anyone ever uh, explain that? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah it's, it's one of those. It's one of those like uh, there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't use a horse as your place kicker kind of things like Maybe right. that 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 was uh, maybe they forgot to put that into the fine print. Like, yeah, we assume that if if he's got the nineteen, <laughs> that you, he shouldn't travel with the team. Like, well, da- Dabo's like, well, no, somebody should have told me about that. I wouldn't have brought him up all the way up here to South Maine if I had known that. What's he doing on the sideline if he's not allowed <laughs> on the field? I have so many questions when when they pan to him, you know, with the N ninety five mask on. I was like, are we? Uh, I was like, have sports just completely like you have a Justin Turner situation. Then you've got yeah. Trevor Lawrence. On the, maybe they're saying that he's, you know, not contagious anymore because it's over 10 days and now they're just monitoring him for heart stuff. That could be it. But mm-hmm. I mean, that combined with like the super spreading event of the celebration on the field. Yes. I was just like, I mean, no, like a lot of kids didn't have masks on. And I was just I mean, you know, at this point, it, I, I I do feel just a little insane. Um. So, but hey, it was a great game. Double overtime. Notre Dame, number four, takes down number one Clemson. In a normal world, that's just that's the only story out of this game. Exactly. And the fact I was thinking about it, and maybe I was a little harsh. I get the whole snowflake thing. I, you know, everyone goes after me when you see the stands empty. And then it's like, first of all, I don't know if all those people uh, avoiding Trevor Lawrence. Are they at least avoiding Trevor Lawrence when they run onto the field? I don't know that they do. Uh, secondly, Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe I'm overly sensitive to this. Why are they all packed into the stands in the first place? Now they're just going somebody <laughs> somewhere else, and it just looks right. worse because they're kind of <laughs> together for a few seconds. But um, yeah, that was a bizarre game. And then uh, and then you had the Dave Chappelle thing to it. <laughs> well, just, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll say this strange. though I, about it: it's it, it's amazing how quickly your brain kind of adjusts to the reality out there. I mean, first of all, the kid DJ is, is spectacular. And now, I mean, you know, that would be I, that kid. Is he 18 or yeah, 19? I, either way. 19, I, mean, I think. Yeah. I mean, he really does. It's like, um, he cuts a very, uh, Dak Prescott kind of figure out there. I mean, he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's unnaturally 
you know, big, a big dude for somebody that age and moves around there and slings it all over the place. These kids get jacked so quickly these days. I tell you, it really, right. I bet it, but it's, yeah. <laughs> he's one of those kids. He's got that LeBron James type physique, which is like just he's ahead of schedule in nature that he's that filled out <laughs> at, at, at this age of his life. But also it's funny that as we evaluate what, when you're watching the game and then after it, it's kind of like, wow, Notre Dame did it. They finally p- pulled off a gigantic upset on the big stage. They knocked off a number one team. It's like, yeah, they didn't have the best player in the country though, Clemson. But it's, it's funny how fast yeah. your brain moves on right. from that. It, the, the, it's the whole thing. When we started doing this show um, mm-hmm. several months ago, one of our first, like, is everything going to be asterisk in 2020? Like, is everything going to carry with it the, the like, yeah, but this was going on. It This is evidence that it will not. People have very quickly moved on from the, yeah, but we didn't have Trevor Lawrence kind of conversation. It's like, Notre Dame knocked off Clemson. I can't believe it. Nobody's even talking about the fact that, except for right. the fact that Trevor Lawrence was on the sideline inappropriate. Right, they were probably. a little underdog, which made it uh, special. And, you know, Notre Dame, you know, they, they don't get a chance at the playoffs like this. That I guess they were in a few years ago, but they needed the game more because Clemson could get in with one loss, and especially with the one loss being without Trevor Lawrence. But um, wouldn't it be funny if if every time that we said Notre Dame, we had to pronounce it like the French way? Like, Notre? Uh, well, you know, Notre Dame had a uh, great game against Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> Just like really lean in. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. People uh, get mad. Anyway. anyway, that's how my brain works. <laughs> be way better no, instead of that. Shed, that little, brain. Yeah. Be uh, instead of the leprechaun, they just had a Quasimodo mascot every, you know, like that. that <laughs> yeah, that, totally. That, that was their guy. Or like a gargoyle. It's going to be so great. Potentially. Though, uh, Indiana, As, uh, Northwestern, Notre Dame. It's going to be nice, easy travel schedule for all those uh, for all those teams Indiana in the teams? Final Four this year. Yeah, in the uh, Final Four this year. We can get right? Coach Knight to flip the coin. That'll be great. Um, <laughs> Patriots, Jets, Dave. You said might be uh, the Trevor Bowl tonight. Nine and a half, forty-one and a half are the odds. Uh, I think it's a little steep. I think twenty-three seventeen. I'm going to take the Jets and the points. I don't see Belichick. <laughs> blowing the game necessarily. I, I don't know. It's one of those things. I didn't, I didn't think Garrett Gilbert was going to put up a, a ton of points or yards or anything, but nine and a half at home. The Jets are the laughing stock. Maybe, maybe Flacco keeps it close for a minute. Charlotte, you think it's a blowout? I No, I'm just laughing because like I'd, I'd probably take the Jets too with that line. <laughs> like what is happening? It's a lot and I was, for that you know, offense I mean, delay. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, I'm a little torn because, okay, I don't see the Patriots being the kind of team to tank. Like, I don't think Belichick is going to throw games. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm preparing myself mentally. If the Jets somehow beat the Patriots Mm -hmm. and the and the Patriots are the team that means the Jets will not go winless. I I don't know whether I'll be like, okay, maybe that gets us a better draft pick or if I'll just be so deeply embarrassed. And I think it's embarrassed because I don't think Belichick goes and like purposely loses the rest of the season. So I don't know that it would result in a draft pick worth the embarrassment. And I'm just I'm a little messed up about it. Right. Yeah. Dave, blowout. I mean, Game? yeah, Close? first of all, yeah, I'm, I, I Flacco talk about trends that have existed for for a long time now. Joe Flacco versus the Patriots is uh, is a pretty good bet. He I, I don't know what mm-hmm. voodoo he works 
when he plays really good teams, really good competition over the course of his career, he tends to rise up to it. Not in this case. Um, and the idea that Belichick or Adam Gase even, or, or anyone in the NFL can tank games at the coaching level, barring somebody like now, listen, if Sam Darnold, I'm not suggesting that Joe Douglas or otherwise are doing this with Sam Darnold, but that's the level of control you have if the goal is to tank the season, is who you play at quarterback. It's the same thing as, you know, uh, in the Mario Lemieux sweepstakes of many, many, many moons ago, the Penguins outright tanked it to get Mario Lemieux, and I'm glad that they did. It's very hard to do, though. To Do, do, do people actually think, do the vapid cynics among us believe that, like, it, at the player level, Belichick's like, I, I want you to not play hard here. It's, it's not a thing that mm. could happen. You can't. No, um, no, no. These guys are personally incented. And I don't mean because of rah-rah team kind of stuff. I have too much personal pride. Their contracts required. If they go out and lay down and don't play yeah, well, no. that's on tape. And then they don't get another job. They're fully aware of this individually that you cannot just not try so that it benefits you, the the helmet you're wearing next year. I That's just think, not a real as we thing. saw yesterday, they you could you could you could be motivated. You could have as big an asshole quarterback as there is, and it's still hard to get up for the Jets. It's still hard to get up for the Cowboys. That's why I would take the points here, uh, talent wise. Hmm. I'm sure the the Patriots are ten points or better, but uh, I don't know. I don't think they get up for it. Um, we I saw think it's it last the opposite night with Tampa. You do. I think right. it's the I, I think it's the opposite. It's not that they're that they're much more talented. That that much is not. That's what the Patriots' uh, problem is. They don't have any talent this year. They're they're bad. Right. They're, they're, but I'm legitimately worried that the Patriots will lose to the Jets. Belichick right, v. Take Gase. The, points. the advantage is Belichick v. Gase. That's that's why I am taking the Patriots to win by ten tonight. Charlotte, you could do what's called an emotional hedge. You could add a little mm -hmm. excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. <laughs> There's a reason FanDuel's America's number one sportsbook. Their app, simple to use. They've got great odds on different betting markets, unique fun bet types like same game parlay. Like for tonight, I might go, I don't know, I might go Cam to score a touchdown and the Patriots to win. You would get plus 126 on that bet. Fun, uh, fun bets, like I said, exclusive, always on promotions to let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, they even get you your winning safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game and FanDuel will refund it up to a grand if you don't win your first bet. Seriously, no strings attached. Any bet you want, you win, you keep the cash, you lose, you get the bet back up to $1,000 back in sight credit uh as i said i would go patriots money line i would tie it to cam scoring a touchdown anytime monday night thursday night bet. sunday night local teams um same game parlays do it all you never tried fanduel sportsbook do it now and mention extra points in the promo code fanduel sportsbook promo code extra points so they know we sent you there you go uh tumultuous weekend lots of ups lots of downs notre dame fan you're a joe biden fan uh alex trebek though passed away ah that hurts he was one of the best right dave yeah. you, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about it on uh laugh lines probably best game show host you want to win play show it oh um yeah i think that um th that alex trebek was the four seasons of um 
Uh, Which one uh, of game show hosts? I'm talking about the hotel. I'm not. Yeah. He okay. Was, I'm not right. the Four Seasons of Land. Not the uh, landscaping company. Not, right. the, you got to actual... be specific these days. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. You know. I feel like we got to go. Peter Tamarkin. You know. He was. A, he oh, was a, a real gem. I think. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Dick Clark. Bob Barker. I'm, Bob Barker's up there. Dick I'm gonna, Clark. I'm gonna. Dick Clark on Pyramid was pretty good. I always liked Dick Clark because, right. because I mean, this guy who was a multi, 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 multi millionaire, this kingpin of uh, you know television production and everything, cared so deeply about whether or mm. not this random person in the ten thousand dollar pyramid uh, final circle thing, how seriously he took it. Like it was so funny. Like yeah, for ten thousand dollars. The first, yeah. the, wait, the, I, I always love the gravity he brought to this. Stupid, and he did the same uh, thing as, uh, as what Trebek would do. He took great pride in, well, Trebek's thing was pronunciations. And, and Charlotte, you'd said it, the French, like uh, his friend, that French was right. his thing. He's like, right. please. I, I think he was rooting for the contestant to get it wrong. Like, so he could say, oh, I'm sorry. That's Vichy Swazos. Oh, so, but uh, God bless him. He did it for so many. Barker up there. But yeah, we get. Let's give it to Trebek. Uh, Drew Carey, whose line is it anyway? There you Heard go. of it? <laughs> and, <laughs> and Price is Right. Yeah. I uh, mean. Anyway, it's always on the background or maybe you watch religiously, but uh, Trebek will be missed. He fought, he fought cancer. Uh, really, really good fight. I, people for, always uh, people say that now. all the time, and it's, a, it's, it's obviously a scourge that transcends recent uh, disease and everything else. Uh, this pancreatic cancer is, is, uh, is you know, just... Uh, ruthless stuff but trebek man you really uh, you know people say warrior and everything else but i mean imagine what he the 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 his um the things that he would emerge saying and the statements he would make over the last couple few years were really um powerful stuff i feel like sure. i mean he really yeah. i mean he very was very inspirational that, not yeah. not you know not uh emoting fear or anything else just you know i've had a good life but i'm fighting this thing and um, mm -hmm. it was, it was really was, uh, it was great stuff in, in the face of, you know, uh, God awful disease, uh, pancreatic sure. cancer. Talk about the uh, terrible disease. That's, um, uh, that, Top, that's about one place show. Terrible diseases. Okay. Um, we, no, I'm sorry. All right, well, let's move on. You know, <laughs> something ironic is happening or coincidental. I never get that right. But, uh, uh, Email us at theextrapointsgang at gmail.com. You get two E's back to back there. Theextrapointsgang yeah, don't forget at gmail.com. Now, here's what happened, Charlotte. I turned my phone off because I've been getting complaints that my phone is buzzing during our podcast. Mm. And, and now I try to turn it back on to read the emails because for some stupid reason, I can only access it from my phone. And now we're delayed 40 seconds because I have to wait for my dumb Sal, phone to turn you can't... Off. You do you know that you can like turn the sound off on your, you can turn off vibrate. You don't have to turn your phone off completely. Is that true? I thought it's oh either vibrate or it's going to ring. <gasps> oh no? my God. Oh my God. No, you can put your phone on silent. Brian hey, Barrich says, oh Sal, Brian Barrich uh, wrote a Sal, love the pod. Please move your phone away from the mic or at least off your mm -hmm. desk. Thanks, Brian in Baltimore. I got a bunch of emails uh, saying, well, now we know it's you, Sal, because Charlotte was off Friday uh, a phone was buzzing and a phone buzzes when you do Simmons podcast too. So oh. it's definitely you. So the gig is up. So now I, I throw the phone in the background and I'm sorry. Look at this now for 25 messages coming in. All right. 
I, I could shut it off. You're saying I'm going to teach you without without I'm gonna teach having you it how off. To do it. That is remarkable that you didn't know that was possible. Hold yeah, on. you go to settings. So this go, thing. Oh, I have to go to settings. You're not saying you go this to settings. Thing. Okay, and it, you can you unclick vibrate on silent. I don't like going to settings. Be silent. I hate going to well, settings. But you have to vibrate on silent. Where is it? Do not disturb. Is that what you're saying? Sound. No. Go notifications. Of oh, sounds. Yeah, you can turn the buzz off. Even old man Dave. I don't have knows sounds. That. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna find this for you. And oh, sounds the- and haptics. It says. Oh, vibrate yeah, on ring. Sounds and haptics. Vibrate on ring. Vibrate on silent. And you unclick vibrate on silent. Gotcha. Okay, that seems did you like do a it? lot. I-, I did it now. Well, now the podcast infotainment, everybody. Yeah, it's our hallmark. <laughs> this is the uh, great. By the way, I very quickly uh, do go back if you want to hear some funny stuff. Go back and listen to. Friday show with Michael Irvin, or at least look for the for the social media <laughs> clips that uh, have yeah. been put out on the extra points handle on on social media. Um, Michael Irvin really um, outdid himself, and then also Joey Mulinaro, the great impressionist, uh, joined us on um, minus three and did uh, a Nick Saban and Ed O um, talking about fonts. We, and uh, both we of had a great really week for video breakouts. In addition to that, uh, the three of our, our discussion on uh, Antonio Brown and the sleepovers was fun midweek last week. We oh, had yeah. On laugh lines, I, we had a good one with uh, Blue, Blue the mascot, how much he fetches on uh, extra points. That was got good. We're, uh, yeah, and the lemon pepper guys and uh, and uh, waiver wired. Lots of fun against all odds, those lunatics. Charlotte, aside from your IT, I, you know what? You did buzz me and it, it it didn't buzz. So I think I did this right. Yeah, I texted Sal for everyone at home. I texted Sal, did it buzz? Did it buzz? And it didn't buzz. Can I just tell you? Do I have to text you back or can I just say no? No, I, you can. I understand that. Uh, follow me on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram at The Wilder Things. Um, I've got. NFL week nine recap coming out. That was kind of fun to do. So hopefully you guys like it. Um, and you know, just hang around. We'll, we'll keep, yeah. you know, fire hosing content at you. Yeah. Everyone hang around, Dave, hang around. Dave's yeah. Hang around. Damashek. Yeah, that's right. And hang around enough. Charlotte. I meant to bring this up earlier. I hope you didn't just discover the Buffalo bills thing, right? That, that they're named after Buffalo bill. Uh, They're buff- no, Wild no, no, no. I, I knew. Okay, I, I knew. Right. I just thought it was. I googled. I googled the Bills score because I was writing about something, and That's then it, came it up. said people also ask, "What is a bill?" For, <laughs> and I was just. I just thought it was funny. I love that. It is just the craziest thing in the history of of team uh, of team names that they named their football team after the man who tried to kill all the buffalo. Your city is named Buffalo, <laughs> and Buffalo Bill tried to kill all the buffalo. What were you doing, Buffalo? No wonder you can't win a Super Bowl. But no wonder you're, you're not America's team. team is the other thing. I mean, that's... I don't know. Big Ben Roethlisberger says, we ain't American. Did you hear what he said after the game? We're yeah. not America's yeah. team. We're the world's team. I love it. Uniform matchup to beat the band. You got to admit, that was a sweet uniform matchup. The Steelers I did. look I know it brought me back into the game. I wish I could have just turned it off. Nope. You're at Damashek at, at Damashek. Watch us tonight on minus three. We'll go live for you on Monday night football halftime. Me and Jeff Schwartz and Eddie Spaghetti will give you the best second half uh, bet. Last week we hit on you, made you some money with Mike Evans catching a touchdown in the second half. There you go. Minus three, the Twitter account, right? There you go. And you could follow them live right at halftime. That begins. And I just want to send out a reminder, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember, you're all my favorites.
See you Wednesday.